Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. Back by popular demand, we had a guest a few weeks ago, and we had the best response or the biggest response as far as feedback of how helpful it was, how educational it was, and we decided to bring him back. I'm here with Carl Libba. Carl, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, of course I do. Would you like to introduce today's guest? Oh, I don't think I have the, the gravitas to introduce the guest, so I'll leave that to you, because today we don't have Dr. Bill, so, okay, so we'll it, throw it back to the originals. It, it's none other than Kevin Heath, otherwise known as Special, Special K, our health insurance, Medicare <laughs> specialist here on North Georgia Business Radio X. So, Kevin, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We don't get a lot of requests for Encore, so so kudos now you got some calls too what was the feedback you got from the original show where you talked to, we talked a lot about medicare that last yeah. year it was very informative was the feedback i got <clears throat> they enjoyed the content and it brought up more questions as well so that was some of the phone calls that we've received since then were just follow-up questions to what we talked about so we're going to talk a lot about that today insurance affects everybody whether you're working if you're a business owner you're have you may be having to provide insurance for yourself and your employees if you're not working you might be, you might have, you're, if you're old enough, might be talking about Medicare, that conversation, or you might be working on the exchange or finding private insurance, right? Uh, so a lot to talk about impacts everybody. So I'm excited to get to that. But I think since Kevin is an old pro on the show, let's have a little fun first, Carl. You had a little, you had an idea of some stuff. Well, I know we got some business to talk about too. Let's yeah, before, to yeah, absolutely. Let's jump into our chamber minute here just before we jump into the fun. So a couple of things highlighted from the chamber coming up now is they're asking everybody to join the business coalition on Tuesday, May 25th. And that's from 9 to 10 a.m. at the Alachi Nature Science Center. And they want to help, uh, want to ask all of us to help welcome Sarah Bell, who's going to be the new president and CEO of the Alachi Nature Science Center. Sarah will succeed um, Andrea Tipone, and I apologize if I'm pr- mispronouncing that, who retires after serving 30 wow. years. Adelachi. Uh, Sarah served uh, the Gainesville City School System for 29 years and most recently as the Deputy Superintendent. So uh, join us to hear what uh, is going on new over there at Alachi. Now, just so you know, advanced registration is required because there is a limited seating. So you can register at their event calendar at ghcc.com. Now, also coming up on that same May 25th from 12 to 1, so it looks like the Chambers is trying to fill your whole social calendar on May 25th. Um, so if you go out to the uh, Alachi Nature Science Center from 9 to 10, then at 12 to 1, there's a Zoom that they will have a COVID-19 community update discussing case numbers, community vaccine clinics, and employer resources. So you can join that webinar f- uh, facilitated by District 2 Public Health, Northeast Georgia Health System, and the Longstreet Clinic to get the latest updates on COVID-19 cases and vaccines in the community, and to learn how employers can host a vaccine clinic themselves. And again, you can register for that at the event calendar on ghcc.com. So more great things going on by our Greater Hall Chamber of Commerce, and that's the Greater Hall Chamber of Commerce Business Minute. And we thank them for all the work they do in the community to support things like 
our show that supports local businesses and and gives so many resources in the community. Uh, Alachi Alachi Center. Have you have you been, Carl? I mean, I, I haven't. I, I I thought about like so that'd be the, the thing kids, the kids would it, love. It'd be a yeah. lot of fun. Did you ever go, Kevin, with the girls? No, I did not. Okay, I know they had countless field trips there though. So okay, I so always saw. I heard all about it and <laughs> got the tutorials on it, okay. but I did not. I was go just myself. thinking, I can't wait till, till mine's old enough to take, yeah. and it might be something good for the kids. But so so Carl, we're talking about that. So. What, what what was that idea you had for us to kind of play around with today? Well, thinking about, you know, the Chamber's giving these updates on COVID-19, obviously some of the biggest news recently um, was the CDC and the president coming out saying you don't have to wear masks uh, after um, you've been, you know, fully vaccinated and it's been two weeks. You don't have to wear a mask, you know, in most indoor places outside of trains and planes. Um, and then also outdoors, you can go completely unmasked. Now, what I've been finding interesting, and I, I would love to kind of hear uh, you and Kevin's experience with, or Keith's experience with this, is like when you go into different places, like it seems like everybody's got a different rule, right? right? So you walk into one restaurant, nobody's got anything on. You walk into another place. So for me the other day, I walked into a Publix, love Publix. Went in 8.30 at night, just before they're closing, right? So it's kind of the evening crowd, I guess, right. in your local Publix, if you're going to go hang out there. And nobody had a mask on, so I was like, oh, okay, I've got one in my pocket, don't need to put it on. I went in the very next day during the lunch crowd, and I got up to, like, the deli counter to order a sandwich, and I, I realized, oh, everyone here has one on. Like, not just the workers, but every customer here has one on. So I quickly, you know, reached in my pocket, grateful I had one in there, and put it on. But I just, it's such a funny thing now. Regardless of what your political stance is or what you think about, like, COVID-19 in general, it just feels like every door that you open in public, you're like, do I, do I not? How does that work? So you're saying, read the room. When in Rome, right. like this yeah, is yeah. kind of the standard here. Right. And, and I'm finding something similar. We were seeing that we were asking at a local restaurant, um, well, it was actually a chain that's local, and the masks were off with the servers. And then we, we were talking about other chains that we talked about were mask on completely still, and it was more of a corporate mandate, right? Mm-hmm. They had the choice locally, but it's a corporate mandate on what to do. But what I found personally in business and, and, and through the office is, for me, it's do what makes you feel safe and, safe and, and fine, comfortable right, yeah. right? Yeah. if I, i'm not gonna say because i'm not wearing a mask don't wear a mask and you know i've even had situations where somebody told me they're more comfortable if, if we wore a mask in a meeting and i said okay if that's sure you know yeah. this is your space for what we're doing right now and and that's just my thing is just do what makes you feel safe right, right? kevin any any feedback there no i, I kind of second all the motions here <laughs> um you know the the big thing for us is we do work with a lot of the higher risk clientele and the seniors and we we made a factor that for all this past year we wore masks if we had meetings just for that factor we didn't want to put anybody at risk or feel like we were putting anybody at risk or being uncomfortable so we did wear one in any of our meetings and we'll continue to do so if that is what someone so desires but it's it's kind of like you said we feel the room Mm -hmm. see how things look you know and just do what makes you feel comfortable. Okay. Is a business provided if you need it? And if, if not? Yeah. Okay. Well, another question before, because I want to get to the to the insurance stuff, because I know that's what we pro- promised the show would be. Uh, as bu- we've all, we all are business owners, and we've all um, entrepreneurs, right? So this is kind of a round, this is kind of rapid fire. Sure. Like a 10-second like a answer. Favorite part about being a business owner? Best thing. Kevin, I'm going to start with you. Um, freedom. 
There you go. I, I make the rules and I attend to the rules, but in the flexibility is the other. Let's say freedom and flexibility. We'll use the Fs. Okay, I like yeah. it. Freedom, flexibility. Uh, so, so basically, Kevin doesn't want anybody to boss him. I got it. Okay. <laughs> no, and I think it's the same for me. What what business and entrepreneurship's done for me is it's allowed me to create an environment to where I can put myself in a role that that's the, to do the things that are my strengths and I'm best at mm-hmm. and build around that and serve the people we're meant to serve in the highest way possible. Okay. Whereas in a, in a corporate structure, that would have been a little tougher for me to, okay, here, I want you to create this role specifically for me because this is who I am. I can sure. do that as a business owner. Yeah, yeah I think mine, I, I love both of those. I think those are two big parts. I think one of the things that I love about being a business owner is it's not a group project. And what I mean by that, we've all worked in, you know, other situations or maybe remember this from school or college where like everything was graded on the output of the group. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, sometimes the work is as good as the lowest common denominator. And I've worked in spaces before where you like you feel like you're pulling other people along who don't want to work at the thing. And so once you figure out your why as a business owner and you're passionate about that thing, the only thing is that's going to slow you down now is your drive, not any other team members, because honestly, the best part also about owning your own business is you get to pick the people that you work with. And so you can pick really talented, great people. So you're responsible for your wins, but at the same time, you've got to own when it doesn't work too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of wins, today's episode is brought to you by Rich Life Advisors, helping all of us win every single day. They believe you deserve a customized uh, retirement strategy, strategy created specifically for you. Retirement planning is not a product. It is a strategy and it's retirement by design. For more information, you can get them at Rich lifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. It's Bo Henderson here with Carl Liva and Kevin Heath with MTD Benefits. We're going to talk what you need to know about insurance. And we've actually had questions come in for Kevin specifically when we come back right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. talking about mask entrepreneurship and now we're going to shift to health insurance it sounds like quite a show carl <laughs> it does as a as a business owner i can tell you one of the first and most daunting things that we went through moving from being employed by somebody else to moving to owning our own business was so what are we going to do now about insurance for a family of four and so it's incredibly helpful to have professionals um, help you walk down that path well, that's carl libombo henderson we're here with kevin heath of mtd benefits you're listening to north georgia business radio x so what's funny is i told you kevin was a callback we had a request on North Georgia Business Radio X, it's like big a celebrity. Time. Big time. We had requests to bring him back in. Did we have to go through his people? Like your people had to talk to his I've been working with people? his agent since he's okay. been on the show last time. <laughs> and it, it's been a while. But what's funny is, and it's not funny, it's, uh, this is this impacts. So I get more questions about health insurance in the retirement planning. And that's why sure. I found Kevin, right? So I can refer people because I don't want to learn all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what... Uh, when we started promoting that he was going to be on the show today, we got a few questions come in. Now, what was now? I know Rose sent one. Our friend Rose sent one. Did you catch that one, Kevin? Yes, that I one did. I don't have. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. So uh, Rose on Facebook uh, sent a question of what is the difference between a Medicare Advantage plan and a Medicare Supplement plan? Okay, and that's a very common question. Um, in fact, you'll hear most people call an Advantage plan a supplement, which it is not. Um, but that is a very common question, and I can address it. So. A Medicare supplement plan, 
the easiest way to think of it is as a secondary insurance to Medicare. So, you know, if you had a group plan and your wife had a group plan, say you're married and you both had group plans, and say your wife put you on her group plan, that plan then would be secondary to your plan. Okay. Um, but in this case, that's how it works. Medicare pays primary, and the supplement comes in and picks up what Medicare doesn't, or some or all of that, depending on the supplement plan. An advantage plan is something where the insurance companies have gone to Medicare and said, you do a great job, but we think we can do it better. Sounds just like an insurance company, right? right? <laughs> but they, so they contract with Medicare. Medicare sets the rules, the guidelines, everything about it. But then the insurance carrier is administering the bills. Okay. So if you have an Advantage plan, you go to the doctor. You don't actually show your Medicare card. You always must keep it, but you don't show it. You show your Advantage plan, and then they handle the billing and everything with the doctor's office. So it's somewhat, and see if I'm oversimplifying this, it's packaged, and it's kind of Medicare approved, so to speak? It is. It has to be. Okay. and But it's packaged to kind of do a couple of the Medicare parts if Correct. we were to do them separately. Correct. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Does it roll in the D? Was yes. that something? Okay. Yep. The Advantage plan has become very popular because it rolls in the prescription drug part D that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it also has additional benefits for things like dental and vision and things that aren't normally covered, routine dental and routine vision that aren't normally covered under the uh, Medicare program. Now, what, so, okay, so let's do this one time uh, again, because mm-hmm. it, it, it always confuses me, and I know it's confusing. Go over real quick. Don't assume people people are clear on A versus B, because sure. I know that gets flip-flopped a lot. Absolutely. So part A of Medicare is the hospitalization. So think of you're admitted to the hospital. We do a lot of things today that we're, are at the hospital now, but we're not admitted. We're not an inpatient. Okay. So think of A as you're an inpatient in the hospital. You've been admitted. You've been given a luxurious five-star accommodation room there at the hospital. That's what, <laughs> that's what it means for Part A. Um, also tied with that is skilled nursing facility coverage. And that's because Medicare wants you to be in the hospital for three consecutive days before they cover skilled nursing care. And when you think of, okay, I can start Medicare at 65 and I'm required to do that, is that, are we referring to Part A there? Part A, correct. Okay. Yeah, Part A is the part that is paid for through payroll taxes. As long as you paid into that Medicare tax that comes out of your check, then you are eligible for Part A at no cost to you. Part B, as in boy, is everything outside the hospital, including things you do at the hospital, like maybe an MRI or an ultrasound or um, outpatient surgery. Those are things you do at the hospital, maybe, but not being an inpatient. Those are all under Part B, doctor's offices, um, labs, all that falls under Part B, as in boy. Now, Part B is paid for partially through payroll taxes that you paid in, like A, but also the other part is there is a premium involved with Part B. And that what's that normally going? Is that the the standard premium in twenty twenty one is one hundred and forty eight fifty. And then I see a higher number. What's happening there? That is what's called an IRMA, okay, which stands for Income Related Monthly Adjustment Amount, okay. And that happens for higher income earners that they will be assessed an additional premium for Part B. Okay. For, for a lot of folks, 149 but could be right. an adjustment. The okay. vast majority are in that 148.50, but the people, you'll, you'll hear about the people that have the IRMA because 
they they feel it. They earned it on coming. Yeah. Well, Bo Henderson here with Carl Libba, Kevin Heath with MTD Benefits. We're talking health insurance, and this is kind of a ask Kevin question. We had questions come in, so while we got them here, Carl, let's ask him. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, getting back down to like the super basics, Kevin, what would you say is the best Medicare coverage to have? That's a great question. A little vague. It is. But how would but, you feel? But it? we get asked that all the time. Okay. I mean, this is this is great. These questions are great because they are just literally, when we get a phone call or we get someone that comes in, they're asking the same things you guys are or that we're getting here today. Um, and my answer would be kind of vague back in that the best Medicare coverage for you Carl, it would be different than for Bo or for me. It really matters more what your needs are, and that's how we try to tailor fit those things to you. So it's, it depends, and it's not, right. uh, and it, it goes back to a lot of the planning we do on the retirement side. This isn't what your brother-in-law did, what a right. neighbor did, what a coworker did that says the right thing because your situation's different. Correct. All right, so let's see. We had another question come in, and this is right here in Gainesville. And this is about the drug part. This is, do I really need to purchase the separate pres- prescription drug coverage? I'm not using any prescriptions now. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question as well. And one we guide people on. And I, and I really wish I could. If, I, <clears throat> if the world was perfect, I'd be able to talk to everybody who's turning 65 and teach them just some minor things. Right. And this is one of them in that uh, let's say you have someone who doesn't take any medications or gets their medication for free at Publix, is on their free list or different things like that. Um, they feel like they don't want to spend a premium for a, a Part D drug plan. The problem is, is if you don't enroll in a Part D drug plan when you're first eligible and you don't have other credible drug coverage that Medicare deems credible, then you're penalized 1% per month every month you didn't have a drug plan. So that means that if you go three years and now all of a sudden I need a drug plan, that's a 36% penalty that I'm now paying for the rest of my life. It doesn't go away. So we usually educate people the best thing to do is take the lowest cost drug plan in your area and just get it. Number one, we don't have a crystal ball to know what our health is going to be like tomorrow. And number two, this keeps you from being penalized. And I'm guessing statistically, the likelihood of needing some kind of prescription is pretty high across the board. Most cases, yeah. All right, so so we're talking with Kevin Heath, MTD Benefits. I'm Bo Henderson. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X, the voice of local business, joined with Carl Libba. Uh, And and we've been doing a kind of an Ask Kevin question. And when it comes to, if you're listening, and we're talking about health insurance, we've been talking a lot about Medicare and and all the parts, A, B, D, Advantage. Uh, When do you need to talk to somebody like Kevin? I can tell you when... I send people to Kevin, and you can give me some other ideas. Uh, one, Carl, something that happened with you recently, you transitioned from an employer uh, to your own business. Right. Right? Yep. You need coverage. Uh, or a spouse transitions that maybe had the coverage. Um, or I retire, and I'm not old enough for Medicare. I've got a gap before I'm Medicare. I need to be covered. So That's all right. of these are scenarios when there's any kind of gap in coverage, I'm referring people to sit down with Kevin, and if you're in that year where you're turning 65, a good six months out, we set an appointment with Kevin to get a game plan for Medicare. Any other things you can think of? No, that's exactly what I would say. About six months, we like to do that first Medicare meeting. We call it the Foundations of Medicare. Educate a little bit and just help them get the idea. And like you said, any life-changing event. 
Now, I know we've got more questions. We'll get to them after the break. Again, talking health insurance, Medicare questions, business in general. We're here with Special K, Kevin Heath from MTD Benefits, Carl Libo. I'm Bo Henderson. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. Back again here with Bo Henderson and Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits discussing all things Medicare and healthcare insurance. And we've had some great questions thus far, but we want to dive in just maybe a couple layers deeper because you might be going, well, those are a great entry point, but maybe I've got a couple more. I know, Bo, you had one that, uh, that came in from another listener around still this idea of Medicare. Yeah, this question came in, and again, you guys, go to North Georgia Business Radio X, send these questions, even if you're listening to the show and it's after the fact, we'll make sure Kevin gets them, right, and he can field these questions for you. Uh, What do I need to do to sign up for Medicare if I'm not retired yet? So what I'm hearing here, Kevin, is I'm working and I'm 65. What do I need to do? Yeah, actually, um, the best thing to do if you're still working and you have coverage through work Mm -hmm. is one is discuss maybe ask your HR person at work, for starters, because it, it kind of depends on the size of the company, too. Um, a larger company, you just stay on your benefits, typically. But a smaller company may want to work with you and have you sign up for Medicare and maybe reimburse you for some of those things or something like that. But again, so that would be the first conversation. The other thing you need to do at minimum is you do need to go online to Medicare.gov and you need to apply for part A of Medicare at minimum. Part A is no premium, and it does nothing but help you because it's going to act if you have a, a if you work for an employer that has more than twenty employees and you have coverage through that employer, then that Medicare is going to be secondary. So let's say, God forbid, you ended up in a hospital, then that Medicare is going to help come in and pick up secondarily to your insurance and maybe help you with some of those out of pocket costs. But a lot of people just don't sign up and they wait, which is okay too, but you might as well take it if it's there at no cost. Now, the part B you don't want to sign up for if you have other coverage because then you're paying a premium for that and you want to wait until you make the full retirement or leave that employer. But again, first is a conversation with the employer. Second is to go online and enroll in Medicare. So so part A, it's just a good rule of thumb to go ahead and get that out of the way and, and yes. apply, mm-hmm. regardless of the and situation. And you can do that three months before you turn 65. Okay. Similar to Social Security. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all of that's wonderful, and it's great to start thinking about you know how we're going to apply and when... I think I still, and maybe this is the new business guy in me, still come down to, I think, what is probably the most pressing question. And it may be difficult to answer because there's too many variables. Um, but at the end of this, like, how much is all this going to cost me? It's a great question. And one I would have to defer till I met with you or whoever is asking that question at that time because no one fits in one size box. Um, so I'm, I'm a family. I have three daughters and a wife and what insurance may cost for me and what my needs are is going to be totally different than Bo and what he needs or you and what you need, Carl, but, or someone who's 62 and the kids are gone, you know, everything's different in, in everybody's case. Mm. Um, so it really is something that if someone just tells you a price, then I would be a little concerned Sure, because then they really don't know anything about you. What are they giving you a price of? You know, they, they should learn more about you and your needs and wants before they you 
ever talk about a price. And when there's some flexibility, right? And then mm-hmm. say, I come to you and say, hey, my objective with our situation is the lowest premium possible. Okay. There might be some options there with what higher deductibles, I would think. Correct. That might more fit that goal or even that budget, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I say, you know what? Um, I don't want to pay. I want to pay as little as I have to from anything. Then it might be the opposite. I might be paying a higher premium. Right. So a lot of times it's it's figuring, like you said, it's what is your situation and what's going to fit your needs best. You know, I think sometimes does it does it if somebody has a, I don't know if this is the right word, but something coming up they know they're going to need coverage for. Is that mm-hmm. an issue or is that sure? Okay, All right. pregnancy, family planning. Okay, that's a big one. Um, you know, if someone says they're newlyweds and they're going. You know what? We're talking about having a baby. Well, that's a totally different look than, you know, you're normally healthy and rarely going to the doctor, but for your annual checkups, all of a sudden now you're going to have this large expense of pregnancy because it can be a wide range of costs there. Um, Another thing, and what we find a lot too, and this is a great thing to kind of wrap into this is the biggest transition difference is the one Carl mentioned earlier, going from a corporate job Mm -hmm. to trying to find coverage for myself. Because it's a whole different world. You know, if you have a corporate job, you're like, okay, hey, Carl, it's annual enrollment. Here's your here's your choices. You got A, B, or C. You know, pick the one that's best for you, and you're sent off with this little booklet, and you make a decision. You know, where when you're, by, when you're on your own, now this whole world of what do I do comes about. And you may think lowest cost, because we all want to pay the lowest cost, right? But what happens, and this is why I say it's it's really important to find out what what people need okay so we're going to ask questions like medications you might take because you just took for granted that this medication cost you forty dollar copay when you went to the pharmacy to pick it up but now on an individual plan that's least expensive it may cost you four hundred dollars for that medication so those are things that we have to address and try to find out do the balance and i think this this highlights something for us on the show bo one of the reasons we love doing the show is it, it almost feels like most parts in life that are really important and have a long-term effect on you, you need a coach. You need somebody who knows what they're doing. It's kind of like you were saying earlier, could you have sat down and learned all the things about Medicare and insurance? You could have, but why not get a coach so you can be in your lane doing your thing? And so whether it's, you know, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago we had the you know woodworking shop on here. I don't necessarily need to go learn woodworking. I can buy their beautiful product because they've, uh, you know, are, are, are craftsmen. In the same way, it only benefits you to find a craftsman, you know, like Kevin in his field and go, hey, can you help me walk through this? And I think that's a, and that that's a good that's a good thing to look for, uh, you know. I, I refer a lot of our clients to Kevin, but whoever you're talking to, that's what you're looking for. Is is this person educating me? Am I understanding this? Or are they saying here you should buy this? There's a big difference, right? Carl's talking about coaching, consulting in a way, and that's one thing I know that that with our guest today, you're going to have that. He's going to he's going to go through your situation. He's going to figure out. And he's going and if you're doing the best thing for yourself now, he's not going to try to talk you into doing anything different, right? And and Absolutely. that's what I love about. Um, the the service Kevin brings to the table. Now somebody's going through one of these transitions, Kevin. Let's go ahead now and just how would they get a hold of you? Uh, that's a great question. They, very easy. You can call our office at six seven eight nine two eight three nine two zero. You can email us at info at mtdbenefits.com or you can uh, go online to www.mtdbenefits.com. I got a new quick, quick follow up. Uh, Carl. I see Carl's got Carl's something's burning over there. Uh, MTD. 
Making the difference. Making the difference. Yeah, we like things that make difference. Uh, So, Kevin, I'd love to ask, for most of the people who come to you, do you find they're either overpaying or they're underinsured? Like, when somebody comes to you in the new basis, and I know you've got such a wide array of clients, it's probably most people just going, please help me, I don't know what I'm doing. But do you find that most people are coming and you go, oh, wow, we really need to add a little bit more coverage? Or are you finding it's like, oh, actually, if we adjust this, we're probably going to find some savings? What's what's most typical these days? Um, I'd probably say the most typical, actually, is they're just in the wrong thing. Mm. Um, they want to see this doctor, and they didn't know this doctor worked with this plan and not the other plan mm. that they're on. Or they want to... Um, have this medication, like I mentioned, covered, and it's not covered under their current plan. Or they um, they just don't want to deal with it anymore. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of that, I know I know with D this comes up, but how often should we review the whole strategy? Is is all of it yearly? Is it just the D we want Usually to check? Usually yearly, yes. And your most your open enrollment is in that fourth quarter of the calendar year. Obviously, there are situations birth of a child, you know, those family changing events, changing to self-employed, those type situations will deem a conversation outside of the annual time. But yes, at least yearly, you want to review it. And, and, and to the point, it's what you were talking about is sometimes this covered this drug I'm on, but next year it's changed and maybe it's not. And there's something that, that gives me better protection. So Absolutely. they can change. Absolutely. And, and I've run into that scenario a lot. People buy a plan, they go find it on the exchange, and then they're like, hey, this was a great deal. And they realize, hey, the hospitals I use and the doctors I use, not the county I use isn't, isn't covered Correct. here, and you're having to undo that. Yep. And speaking of things that are changing, there's actually a new law that's just come into place. And when we come back here in the next section, we'd love for you to join in and hear all that Kevin has to say about this new law. We'll be back in just a minute right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. learned more health insurance jargon than we probably wanted to today, but we've also learned good information and when it's time to have these conversations, because these are conversations we need to have, uh, because our guest today uh, shared with us, sometimes it's, it's a little more work to undo something or a wrong decision than just get the, the right information up front by, by consulting. Talking about Kevin Heath with MTD Benefits, I'm Bo Henderson here with Carl Libba. You're listening to the voice of local business, North Georgia Business Radio X. Now, is that, a, is that an accurate statement, uh, Kevin, that sometimes it's harder to undo something and get it right than if we just spent a little bit of time up front? More than you know. Okay. <laughs> so it's part of being proactive. Yes. Right. And, and making good decisions. And I think when it comes to these transitions in life, Carl was talking about, these are some of the most important transitions and decisions. It's uh, that proactive nature. Let's spend a little more time getting information. And don't. And, and we're talking about how much Kevin is a resource and, and I'm the same way, and Carl, I believe you are with what you do, is don't, I don't want you just to go to Kevin and do what Kevin says to do. I want it to be that I'm learning in this process of going through. I'm understanding my situation. I'm understanding what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Now I'm making a good decision, and I feel confident in it. Absolutely. That's our key objective is to educate. We want to educate you. We want to guide you. 
we want to let you make the final decision because ultimately it is your decision, but we're going to guide you and educate you to make sure that you're going in the right direction in that decision. Yeah. Speaking of education, if I'm a little distracted, it's probably because I'm on the website trying to make an appointment (laughs) with Kevin and his team like, "Uh uh-oh, what have I done wrong with my insurance? Um, Also, Kevin, before we went to break, we kind of teased this idea of there's a new law um, that has come into place March 11th um, called the American Rescue Plan Act. Um, Would you be able to kind of walk us through this a little bit? Because I'm sure if people are hearing about this on, you know, the news or in their local paper and kind of asking the question, how is this new American Rescue Plan Act going to affect me? It is a great thing to talk about. And, yeah, we probably should address it because um, we're finding two things. One, everybody's heard a lot of things about it, and they're just wondering, well, what does this mean to me? And then the other factor is that people have not a clue what it did for health insurance. And they're sitting there wondering, you know, not even wondering anything because they don't know. Um, And sometimes what you don't know can hurt you, as they say. Yeah, and and what I've saw is it it says that the the law totally changed health insurance for the near future. How did it do that? That sounds big. It is big. So the American Rescue Plan Act was signed into law on March 11th. Um, and it, you know, what, what most Americans know that as is their stimulus bill, right? That was the one that sent them a check. You know, the vast majority of Americans got a check out of that. That's what they were looking for. Um, and it had to do with COVID relief. Um, wedged in there, though, was the change to the tax credit rules for the marketplace coverage. So what it did was anyone who currently uh, is qualifying for a tax credit is now eligible for a larger one. Oh. And this was retroactive back to January 1st of 2021 and goes through December 31st, 2022. That's why I said for the near future. They're already talking about expanding this longer. Um, but for right now, for sure, it's through 2022. But what happens is, is if you enrolled in a plan during open enrollment, it's not going to automatically be there for you. You're not going to automatically start paying lower premiums because you have a larger tax credit. You have to go in and update your application for it to enact that larger tax credit and to get it to lower your premium right away. So we were super busy in the month of April because April 1st was the first point you could do this, contacting all our current clients and making sure they knew because, again, that's our job is to make sure we educate, as well as fielding calls from other people asking about this. Um, and, and a couple things about it. One, if you're already working with someone, call them and ask them about it. Ask them if you should update or not because it does vary by person to person. If your income is fluctu- fluctuating, you're self-employed, and maybe when you estimated your income, you're saying, you know, I'm not sure if I, that was accurate or not. Maybe you don't want to adjust, uh, and you just let it go for the rest of the year, and you have a little cushion there at the end of the year because, remember, tax credits are all reconciled at the end of the year when you file your taxes. But if you work a normal, you know, if your income's pretty steady and you know it won't change, then you might as well get that now and have that lower premium every month and help your Bank so, account. so bigger tax credit. So, so I see it helps, but let, let's talk about both sides, right? So, who do you see this really helping? Because my follow up, you know, what that's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's somebody that it's penalizing and maybe not helping. Yeah. So let's talk through that. So both sides, right? Yeah. So the tax credit under the original law worked on a what's called the federal poverty level, 
Um, and that basically says that, let's say, a single person has to make at least $12,880 a year or else they would qualify for Medicaid if they're under that, Okay, technically. Then they couldn't make more than $51,520 a year. That's 400% of the federal poverty level. I'm sorry if I'm making everybody space out with numbers here, right? But I'm getting to a point. So the law, what the law did was, that was what we used to call the cliff. So if I made $51,520 and I was age 62, I was probably getting a pretty good tax credit. But what happens if I got a raise or I went just over that cliff, we used to call it, then I would go from getting, say, maybe $500 or $600 a month in tax credit to zero. So it was like $1 over right. stopped it. Okay. Now they progressively, another big change of the ARPA law, the American Rescue Plan Act, was that they eliminated the cliff. So now when you hit 400% of the federal poverty level, it goes to actuary data. I always tell people, don't try to figure it out. You won't because I can't and I do this for a living. But it's 8.5% of the baseline plan cannot cost – the baseline plan cannot cost more than 8.5% of your annual household income is how it works. So where we're seeing the biggest difference – quite honestly, is in the older folks, meaning not older because I'm old myself, but older as in if you're in that 45 to 65 range before we go on Medicare, it's highly affecting them greatly. We had so many people we used to talk to that would try to be, try to decide whether they wanted to retire or not. And the spouse is 62 and I'm turning 65 and going on Medicare, but I can't leave my spouse uncovered. So I'm going to continue working because that's the best, most affordable option because maybe their income was 75,000 between the two of them and they didn't qualify for a tax credit. Now all of a sudden they do. This is going to totally change people's decision of whether they retire in the next couple of years or not. So in the retirement planning I do, right, this might make the the, the timeline or the income timeline work a little sooner. Right. I like that. Okay, good. And also families. Families is the other one because the more people we have on the plan, the higher that premium is. So the more it affects that tax credit amount. Bigger credit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm looking at this, honestly, just, you know, family of four parents age 40. That's literally me. I turned 40 this year in Hall County mm-hmm. and qualifies for these tax credits of maybe as much as, you know, $840. Like, that's real money. Yeah, absolutely. And if you notice, all those levels that I gave as examples um, at 100000 150000 in income, 200000 in income, most of those levels you wouldn't have even got a tax credit before. Right. Now you still can. Yeah, so anybody out there who's 40 and making 200000 don't worry, there's still 93 bucks in tax credits for you out there. Don't miss out on it. Well, so, the, so again, the question, if you're already working with a plan – it's good to check on this because I, I have a feeling a lot of people are out there and didn't even realize there was anything they could do. Right. Potentially. That is absolutely correct. And uh, we always tell everybody, we're happy to help you. We, that's what we're here for. Um, but we always ask if you've worked with someone else, give them the opportunity to help you first. Don't just call us. And then if you can't get a hold of them or they're non-responsive or you did it on your own, then give us a call. We're happy to help you and guide you on this and do that. And there's never a fee for our service. I love that. Well, and and it's always like you said, um, a second opinion of somebody that the thing the thing with somebody that does what Kevin does, I I understand it because it's similar. Is he's seeing these scenarios hundreds and hundreds of times? Mm-hmm. So to you, this is a unique 
complex situation, um, there's there's some some insight from that third party that's just been there and done that, so to speak, over and over again, and and utilize that. And yeah. and he said the best thing. Did you hear that, Carl? He'll never charge for I it. I, that was my favorite part. And the I third mean, thing is, I know he'll do right by you. Yeah, and that, absolutely. And that's a, he's going to give you good advice. So again, Kevin, how do people get in touch with you? Best way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So again, you can call our office at 678-928-3920, email us at info at mtdbenefits.com, or find us on the web at mtdbenefits.com, and we have a team there ready to help you out with any of your needs and questions. You've been listening to Kevin Heath with MTD Benefits. Give him a call, look him up. When you go through these transitions, I can't urge you to have those conversations. I'm Bo Henderson here with Carl Liva. We'll see you next time on North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.